Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. All right, Kenya, we are back. We are back, William. How are you? I am doing great. Wonderful. Wonderful. 2018 on the scene. Yeah, we are. We are like full fledged. We are in the heart of February. Actually, this is the love week. Valentine's the love week. week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, we're really in the heart of things and we're in the heart of winter where I am in Chicago. So yeah. Ah, sigh. God bless so, come you. on spring. Come on spring. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. Well, guess what? This mm. is episode 30. <gasps> Three zero. Oh, those those even, even numbers. numbers. Yeah, are, are good. That's fantastic. So we're we're trucking along here and hopefully you all are gaining a lot of insight from these these podcasts and we're we're trying to make them as as jam packed with information and insights as possible. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And today's episode, we're actually going to skip our uh, music tip because that's pretty much what this episode is. It's uh, (laughs) uh, seven tips to help your music business in 2018. All right. Excellent. 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 So let's let's get rolling because, yes, we we don't. You know, we don't want people, you know, people get kind of tired uh, around. They, they have stopped their resolutions at this right. point. So let's see if we can start perking people back up. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 ho- hopefully you'll, you after this uh, this podcast, you'll you'll have a plan of action and be able to set the rest of your year to uh, to really blow out what you're doing. Yes. Yes. So the first tip that I have and we're going to go through each uh, each person in the industry as a producer and a songwriter, what you should be doing is writing a song a week or at least a track Mm. a week. You should song a week. Look at that. If, if you're, if you've practiced that craft and you're, you're good at it, then um, it it probably takes like about maybe two weeks, a month tops Mm. to write a, write a really good song. Right, but if right. you're depends on the genre that you're writing. Um, right. But if you're writing like dance hits or something like that, you can crank one out in a week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. I've, I've done that. You can crank one out in a week. Um, but if, if you're not doing a song a week, you can do at least a track and mm. get get started with a, a base idea a week. Mm. So okay. and then try to look for doing a song a month. Okay. And these are for you said producer and songwriters. Songwriters, right? So writers and producers. Okay. And then the next tip is for musicians: learn a, learn a song, a new song each week. Mm. So you got seven learn days. A new song to learn a new song. Learn a new song that you are familiar with, and you're just now going to be able to play it, or something e- either one. Because okay. a lot of times we uh, we listen to a lot of music, and we never really sit down to to see what it is. Like yeah. what what are the elements yeah. that make that song great? 
Right. And right. if you do that each week with maybe with your favorite songs, then you'll start to see a pattern of, of what really makes that song great. Mm. So you really should be trying to play great songs. <laughs> and yeah. not just, well, or maybe well, songs or you what like. you feel. Yeah, songs you like. And um, maybe even check out all the songs that people, you know, these songs that are supposed to be just classically such right. amazing songs. And, and yeah, pull them apart and see maybe why they're so amazing. Yeah, and yeah. that's, that's yeah. really... You know, uh, if if that's your craft, you need to be studying your craft and and working yeah. on it consistently. Yeah. And this this is what I tell my students all the time. And and the other part of that that tip, if you've learned this, learn that song, um, then what you need to do is start learning it in at least two other keys. Yep. Well, it's, you know, this is really good timing because the, there's been this recent article and we can get into it later, but I definitely want us to loop back because okay. <laughs> Quincy Jones just uh, yeah, did I was, this go- I was going to yeah. ask, say, yeah, we're, uh, okay, we'll, let's we'll, get probably, there later. we'll probably do a whole podcast on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because I just did this long response to somebody who had tagged me that wanted my opinion on right. the piece and, um, I didn't mean to type such a long response, but anyway, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, but if we can maybe touch on, oh, I guess maybe we should do a whole podcast. But it's it's you're bringing up some points that he was bringing up. He was bringing exactly in the article. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And and really, um, this is a, a practical thing. Uh, as a musician, sometimes, I mean, yes, we have all these knobs and things on our synthesizers that can change keys real quick and all this stuff. But um, as a musician. Uh, especially if, for me as a saxophone player, uh, sometimes you don't, people will just start songs in totally different keys than you practice. Actually, this happened to me like a week ago. Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah. I practiced the song in one key. <laughs> and then when we we started to perform, somebody played it in another key. So, but yeah. thankfully I know my keys and I know how right. to find the notes. Right. So, uh, right. you know, that's, that's something that you need to be able to do. And, you know, it's like flip or flop, you know, you don't know, mm-hmm. you got to survive. So, um, yeah. and, and for, for your, uh, your, your line of work as a vocalist, mm-hmm. um, that's sometimes your voice, uh, is only works basically in several, in maybe like Certain two or keys. three keys. Right. Exactly. And so, you should know, should know what those keys are. Exactly. So that you can, you know, be able to communicate that with, particularly when you're, you know, you're playing a lot and you're having to do, you're working with different musicians and, you know, people who maybe aren't as familiar with your style and what you do and, you know, being able mm-hmm. to tell them that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, you know, and we'll, we're going to continue through the tips, but I, I'm curious to, you know, see what we come up with vocalists. And well, that's not the next that vocalists one. shouldn't. Oh, okay. Because I was saying, not that vocalists shouldn't be doing the same types of things that we've already said because they definitely can't. Yeah, well, as a vocalist, sometimes um, vocalists have dual duty. Sometimes vocalists are songwriters and, and they also exactly. play an instrument. That, so that would be me. Yeah. yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. That's why I was uh, like a week. Oh my god! No, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's seven days, you know. You, you spend an hour, and that's seven hours. So uh, you know, it doesn't take. Uh, you don't but, know uh, my life. You don't uh, know my life. But anyway, just, you, no, you can carve out an hour. You can carve. Oh out no, an hour. I've been. I that was my recent blog. 
was right. how I am back to my trying to Routine, do you know. practice and do. Yes. Good. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that, well the, with vocalists, um, uh, yes, all the other things apply with producers and, uh, and musicians, but specifically for vocalists, uh, this harkens back to our other podcast. Take care of your voice with proper voice training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, that's. I unfortunately, you know, I do think that in this day and age, which made that article with Quincy Jones so interesting to me, um, we're really losing. (laughs) We're really getting way, way too much into um, I'm a singer or I'm a producer and, you know, the star, the stardom of look what I can do Mm -hmm. as opposed to really understanding um, songs. And so I do think that when you start to really dissect actual songs, um, then, and, and what songs are, what the songs are saying, how the songs are moving, all of that, then vocally, when you now try to sing those songs (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you interpret those songs and you recognize those really great songs, the vocal, the typically a really strong song for a vocalist is one that's very melodic. And it requires, um, and melodic meaning the ear, it's very, it's very comfortable on the ear. It has, um, it's almost not predictable, but a person can sing along to it. Right. Um, maybe they won't sound like that, you know, vocalist, but it has a quality to it that, you know, is just very engaging. And, and when we as vocalists focus too much on our ability to riff or our ability to sound just like, you know, SZA or, or whoever else is out right now, then we lose, we lose craft and technique because we're now just mocking and we're trying to just emulate, you know, usually a lot of mediocre stuff right now. Yeah, And, and Whereas, there are ways to do that. I mean, you, as, yeah. as if you're a good vocalist, you can use your voice in a lot of different ways and, right. and you're not just, just, um, a one trick pony, you know, you, you have a range a decent range and you can create different colors with your voice. Um, well, and, 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 and really I think a true vocalist is finding your voice. And you I, I think that's, that's probably the biggest problem I'm having right now with vocalists um, is not, you're not, we're not spending enough time finding what are, what, what everybody has a unique quality to their voice. And I feel like we're spending more time, um, mocking and trying to sound like right, right. whatever way we think good singing is, as opposed to exploring the ranges of our own voice and the capabilities of our own voice and finding the sweet spot um, of our voice and finding also those parts of our voice that need a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, the ranges, the tone, the pitch, the, you know, um, the breath, all of that stuff. And that is where a vocal coach becomes so critical because they help you explore those parts of your voice. Yep. And it's not so much about, um, I want to be able to sing like such and such or sound like such and such or be as popular like such and such, you know, but it's about, it's about, I want to be able to find what is my sound and what's going to set you know, what can I do to nurture that and, and, and bring life to that so that when I get that great song or when I'm doing that cover, I can really bring an element to it. So yeah, craft yeah. And, and vocal coaching. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's to me, it's just like trying to, I always use the example, trying to become a lawyer without law school, trying to become a doctor without 
med school trying to, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to sing without really educating yourself and, um, you know, learning other things that you may not know. Um, it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah. It's yeah. So I mean, and, and, and that's actually, that goes back to the musicians and producers and songwriters. Um, yeah. aside from actually practicing your craft, uh, on your own, you should get some guidance, uh, yeah. from, from somebody who's developed their own style on their instrument or, you know, their, their genre and, and pretty much get some of those, those insights on how you can develop your own thing. Uh, and, and just, even if it's just watching YouTube, you know, there's a lot yeah. of people sharing some invaluable information on YouTube. Um, you know, that's, that's great. Or just, and then just take lessons, just start right, taking right. lessons. Right. So we Absolutely. always can learn. Uh, that's, that's the point. <laughs> Lifelong learning. Lifelong that's right. learning. That's right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to let you uh, give your tip. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, see, my tip that I'm going to do is a little bit, it's not so much about the craft. Um, and it's, it's funny. I, I had this tip kind of in mind, um, not knowing all the wonderful tips that, and now of course you're spurring on new tips now that you've said that I'm like, Oh, uh-huh. I need to talk about. <laughs> well, I got, I got, I got three more that are, that are not specific craft, uh, craft related. Oh, okay. so, so go ahead. Yeah, and, this uh, is, well, for, for 2018, I, I think that, you know, and for, for independent artists, particularly, um, you, you need to begin to really assess where the heck you are you uh-huh. <laughs> where the heck are you and where the heck are you trying to go like what what are we doing what what's happening here um so it's kind of i have kind of um a tip a part a and a part b to my tip so okay. that that a part is you know figuring out what again like i said where are you where are you trying to go and what are you trying to do with this so because if you don't really have a very clear goal or a clear vision of what exactly you're trying to do, you're going to be all over the place and you're going to end up doing too much of things you don't really necessarily need to focus on, or you're going to completely miss the things that you should have been focusing on, um, trying to do that. Um, so that's kind of the, the main point, but one of the components, um, and this is, I, I bring this up because I've decided with Creating Crimson, you know, I'm I'm going to start implementing more services to really help artists get those fundamental things they need right. to begin to to get booked. Um, I I do think that, and because booking is means performing, and ultimately, when it comes to um, the business of music right now, particularly for independent artists, the way we're going to make an income and the way that we're going to be able to sustain, honestly, is is mostly by our performance abilities. And um, the ability to actually either whether you're producing your own show or you're getting booked by somebody else um, and to get people to actually sit in a chair mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and watch you yeah. <laughs> pay, pay yeah. their dollars, sit down in the chair and listen to you. Like that's what's going to give you the 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 the. The they main come. stake, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right? There's lots of other ways, and you have to definitely diversify your, you know, what, how you're making income. But, you know, ultimately, that's the most bang for your buck when you can have, you know, multiple shows if you're ready, you know, for that. So, well, with when that I said, when I teach oh, my class, this is exactly mm-hmm. what I tell my students. I said, "Where is mm-hmm. the most money made in the music business?" And it's mm-hmm. through performance. 
That's performance. that's where the money's made. Um, that's where it's made. Sales. Who's buying CDs nowadays? Uh, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> uh, streaming. You know, unless uh, any of these services ups their royalty rates, you know, you're right. still going to get pennies for for pennies. people p- playing your music. So, right. uh, right. it's a, there's two two major sources of income in the music business. One is the major one is performance. The second mm-hmm. major one is licensing. Yes. And that's that's pretty much yes. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right. Right. Those are the major. And so, you know, I recently went to an Eric Benet show and I'm a huge fan of Eric. Oh, Eric. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been following Eric Benet's career literally since he, he got on the scene. So and I believe he said it was 1996. So he's been mm-hmm. in this scene for over 20 years. And um, he was saying that he's now 51. And I'm wow. like, what? Eric Benet is 51. But when you hear this boy. I mean, and I think he may be one of the most, I, I don't think people really, you know, you, you've heard all the stories of Eric, you know, when he was with Hallie and, you know, for the most parts, people still really support his music because, you know, he does very well in the R&B soul world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's really made much traction um, in terms of crossover and going into other kind of um, audiences, but he's got a strong, you know, following and, you know, a very loyal following, which is the point, which is why he can still do this mm-hmm. for 20 some years. He didn't become Michael Jackson, but the people that he has, he has such a strong group of people that keep following every project he does. And the reason why not only is because he's incredibly talented, but I am telling you, I've seen Eric Benet. I counted, I think it was seven or eight times I've seen him live. <laughs> and because I'm a little you bit of a stalker. Like, okay. I'm a little bit of a stalker. Him? I think you like A little him. bit of a stalker <laughs> fan. No, but the reason why I keep going and the, the artists that I will continue and I will, and I will continue to go see his shows when he's near me and I'm able to is because his performance is insane i mean his vocal he he he, and now he uses his falsetto like he's talking i mean he's like minnie ripperton of (laughs) of men he's so good in that space and he didn't used to always stay in that registry when you listen to his the beginning work and so i'm bringing this up because he performs if you look at his tour schedules and his performance schedules, I mean, he's he's on the grind and he's performing. And, you know, his shows here in Chicago, he had like, you know, I don't know. He had two. I guess he had he, he was only here one night, but he had two shows that night. They were both completely sold out. And he had a VIP thing that was sold out. So I know for a fact I kind of have, you know, I, I have now met had uh, met people in the industry who have you know, booked him for certain things. And I kind of know the rate of money he gets, which is a lot. It's a lot. Okay. For me, at least, you know, my little, so, and he's doing that multiple times in a week. So, you know, his, 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 his butter spot, you know, is that he can go perform. And he, the thing is, is he's got 20 years of music. Yep. So he can, it's not like he, you know, he performs some of his newer stuff, but the fact is, you know, a lot of these songs he's been singing for 20 years. So he can, you know, he can just kind of do it. Jeffrey Osborne is another person who's like that, who's been singing for so long and has taken such good care of his voice that he can keep performing and performing and performing and performing and performing and 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 do it solid maybe for a month and then take the rest of the year off because that's the kind of draw they have. So I just want to encourage any, you know, the tip is, you know, be understand that performing and being ready to be booked and going toward that goal should be a part of what you're looking at. And, um, and in order to get booked, you have to have some, you know, certain things 
outline. And I'll do that in another podcast um, now that we're talking about it. There are four or five new services that we're doing at Creating Crimson. I know for a fact, if you don't have these things in place, you're not going to get booked. You're mm-hmm. not You're not going to get booked. And, um, you know, those things, and I'll just kind of say them real quick. That's, you know, having a website, um, having an EPK, which is an electronic press kit, having a live performance video, a professionally shot, not your mama's iPhone, <laughs> not your cousin's Samsung. Okay. I'm talking about a professionally shot. It doesn't mean that doesn't have to equal expensive, but something that was really shot with maybe two cameramen. So we can get the close-ups of you and the wide shots. A professionally shot music video is is really important nowadays, and I'm finding more and more people who are booking. They want to see that. They want to see how you perform. You can use um, your Apple and your Samsung, but you need to right. put it on a stand and have different angle views so you can edit the video later. Right, exactly. Or have somebody who's actually skilled to do that. Exactly. Like I don't want to see. I don't want to keep seeing these live Facebook and the and the phone. I can tell is sitting on your chair, and I see the bottom <laughs> of your chin. I don't want to keep seeing that. I mean, I don't mind seeing that, you know, for Facebook, but I don't want to see that on your YouTube channel. Like right. I don't. I don't exactly. want to see that. That's yeah. that's not how you're going to get booked. So if you're going to use your iPhone or you're going to use, you know, a smaller, you know, easier device and you're going to have somebody do that for you, you know, it has to get edited. It has to get edited and it has to be done in a way where, you know, people and the only reason why I'm still, you know, a little opposed and snobby about this is because the sound quality issue, um, you know, when you professionally get it done, people, the, the you know, true videographers can get their inputs. They can they can get the sound from the soundboards and stuff mm-hmm. so, they, so that you don't hear a bunch of audience and people laughing and people talking and people clanking their glasses and stuff while you're, you know, you, you will get truly just whatever is on the stage. Um, and it allows so that way we actually hear you and hear your musicians and your band and, um, you know, and it's and it's live. So yeah. I'm, I'm really big on that. And that's one of the services, new services we're offering um, to get that for you at a really, really reasonable um, rate. And then also just a really solid um, sound recording. Um, and again, that doesn't mean going off to some major big studio in Hollywood. I'm just saying whoever you do use to do your recording, whatever engineering is happening. Make sure it it's professional. To be, it's, it, right. It needs to be professional. It needs to be solid and, and solid, mixed and, and mastered. And these are all things that we're now helping artists. We, we ha- I now have um, partners who are doing these things. And so it's not a matter of you. Where can I find? Just if you come, we have it. And, and I show you your, their work and give you an example. And, you know, we can move forward. Yep. So that was a long tip. That was long. But, you know, get ready so that you can do what you're trying to do. Know what you're trying to do. And, 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 you know, if you don't know how to get it, you know, that's another reason why we're doing the podcast. You know, you guys can reach out to us. We're, we're just two of many, many other sources that are out there. But, um, you know, let's, let's figure it out so you can make the year, you know, mean something. Perfect. That's uh, your planning is you got to have a plan to uh, at least start going somewhere. And you, you hit up right on the head that you got to really take, take, Take this year to to choose certain things that you're going to accomplish. And right. it's like uh, the universe wants to help you. But <laughs> yes. if, if the universe doesn't know what you want to yeah. do, 
it can't help you. So Right. Or if the if you're not giving anything for the universe to receive to then bless you and give back, then yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen. And it's, it, and it's not that necessarily the universe, to me it's not that they necessarily don't know. It's just you're not doing nothing. So it's like, well what am I going to why I can't I can't do I can't do anything with it with nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. So, so you yeah. have to focus and uh yeah, and that's where the magic happens. And like one of the, the greatest uh quotes I got from somebody uh, recently, uh, you know, hocus pocus focus. So, <laughs> oh, hocus pocus focus. So if I you like focus, that. that's where the magic starts. That's to, where starts the to take magic place. happens, and it literally will feel like magic. It yep. will feel like how did all these things start to come, come to around? Be? It's because right. you focused. It's because you focused, <laughs> and you took action, and that that focus spawns hopefully action. So yeah. So that's that's yeah. the takeaway. So let me give you these other three uh, three tips. Um, mm-hmm. one is very practical is, uh, start organizing your file files, all of mm-hmm. your, your stuff that you have, your copyrights, all your tracks, uh, contracts, your receipts, pay stubs, 1099s, all the above, put everything in a folder, get, get your computer mm-hmm. folder together. And, uh, if you have 1099s or pay stubs, receipts, scan them. And make mm-hmm. a cop digital copy and put it in your folder. Uh, all these right. things will will save you a tremendous amount of time when you're trying to get things done, especially for tax season. Um, yeah. Also, use Mint to track your business expenditures. I used to use Quicken, um, mm-hmm. and there was another Microsoft Money that used to have that. But now I I just use Mint and I I put categories to all of my expenditures. Bam. And that's it. Um, and yeah. you tally it at the end of the year and you're, you're good. So, and if you, and you know, I know for some people, for some artists, I, I know me personally, even, I mean, I've learned to kind of get there to, to get my brain wrapped around having to do all that you just said. <laughs> it's taken me a while. <laughs> and I know that a lot of artists struggle with that. That's a, that's a hard kind of space to get your brain around because it's like, well, you want me to write a song, you know, a week, I can't do that and write a song, you know? So I don't be also, if you if you really if it's if you're having a difficult time kind of getting your mind wrapped around doing those really important things because everything you just said is is incredibly important if you're going to have a business um then you've got it then one of your goals needs to find somebody to who can help you with that mm-hmm. um because you know i know i had to surrender because my accountant was going to beat me up every you know my regular i have a regular just accountant who handles my whole family stuff right, but right. when i try to bring him my little pitiful you know, 1099s and receipts. And he's like, what's this? You need a system. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. And I, you know, I had to find somebody and I, I didn't actually, the person ended up being in my backyard, but um, so it really, that was again, that universe thing. The moment I kind of finally said, okay, I need this. Then the person kind of weirdly appeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she's amazing and she, you know, keeps me on track and makes sure that, you know, we're doing all that you're just, you know, because when I don't have time, you know, we do quarterly kind of check-ins just, yep. you know, what's going on here and there. What are your goals? What are your plans? You know, all of that. Good yeah. Stuff. And that's so, a good thing to do. Do check in quarterly because uh, it, it keeps it from being overwhelming at the end of the year. Right, so exactly. yeah, it really sort of organized things. And that's, you know, you, you can carve out 
it's it if you're doing a quarterly, it's not only it's only going to take an hour to do yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. So just plan that on your calendar. It's not something you got to do every week. Just uh, right. you know, once a quarter, carve out an hour to do this, and maybe that's the right. one hour that you were going to practice. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but right. you should be practicing every week, but doing this organization stuff like every quarter. So, okay. um, oh, and add to that back up your files. So, oh, yeah, everywhere back up, back up to the back, back up to back the back up, back it up, <laughs> you know, your music, back it up to stuff. the back up and to the back up and then another back up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just, I just had to add it because I have students who always lose work <laughs> and, and are crying at yeah. the end of the semester. My computer yeah. crashed. So, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of stuff. So the next one is uh, reach out to industry professionals on LinkedIn. Mm. This will definitely help your business. Uh, if you heard um, Brian Vickers in our podcast episode, he gives you a detailed um, statement or email or message that you can send to music sync licenses, licensors or music supervisors and you can also right. sort of tailor that to any type of music professional, music industry professional. So just basically create several templates of, of messages that you can send to professionals on LinkedIn and just start reaching out. You know, yeah. it's I mean, if, if you do two a day, I mean, and I, I'm actually implementing this. I've been doing this for the past couple of weeks, uh, mm. just doing two two people a day, just sending them a message. Um, several people have already connected. They've accepted my connect and, you know, we'll see what happens out of that. But, you know, maybe in mm-hmm. a future podcast, I'll let, I'll give you the, the update and see if how successful it is, but, uh, th- it can yeah. only help your business for people to know about you and to have seen you and, and be aware of what you're putting out. Right. When you say reach out, do you mean, um, merely kind of just asking for, you know, the, the connection or actually sending, um, beyond just the hello, you know, who I am. Do you, yeah. Do you so what, so what, uh, Brian had suggested was you, um, you, you, you look at their LinkedIn page, look at what they do, uh, and, and some of the things that they've worked on. And he suggested putting in, you know, I, I, uh, I see that you work on, uh, you worked on this film or you've worked on this show or whatever it is that they do. And, uh, you know, I say, I have music similar to those projects you know, um, what would be the best way to, uh, to send material for you to listen to. Gotcha. And that's right. it. I mean, it's a real quick, straight and forward and, and you real they know that you've looked at their stuff and you've paid attention to what they do and mm-hmm. you're a genuine, you're genuinely interested in connecting with them. Right. And that just means also this, you know, kind of goes back. You, that means you got to be ready with your files and ready with your stuff too. So, you know, I, yeah. I would say don't do this kind of stuff if you haven't gotten yourself ready. Yeah, right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. If, because, if you're in the beginning stages, yeah. Yeah. If if people are asking for you for stuff and you're like, oh, Lord, I don't have, you know, that I don't have that really recorded. You know, I just kind of sang that, you know, and did it on my phone. You know, that's a Mm -hmm. memo. No, you know, you need to be ready. And and um, so if you're at the point where you do, you know, you've you've got your stuff, you know, you you know, you're not entry level, maybe done this for a minute and you've you've got your stuff really prepared or you have somebody that helps you with that. Yeah, I I got a catalog of like almost 200 tracks and. Uh, wow. you know, websites and stuff. So, you know, that's so th- he's just so phenomenal. But... No, it's just, <laughs> no been, that is. 
is that's been, phenomenal. I've been writing music since 1990. What? <laughs> Ninety. I know. Three, two. <laughs> no, that's that's really good. No, it's really good. And I, you know, so many people are trying to get there, and I want people not to feel too overwhelmed. You know, um, that's you know. I guess another tip, but I'm not going to interrupt because we only supposed to have seven, but you know, is, you know, try to be really kind to yourself and patient in this because, you know, we're spilling these tips and it can feel like, Oh my God, you know, I got to do all that. No, we're not saying do all that at one time and that this all, you know, you have to do this today, but keep these things in mind, you know, as you're navigating and, and learn how to, you know, make it work for wherever you are you know, some of this stuff you may not be ready for yet. Other stuff you are ready for. So stop being afraid to do it. Um, and, you know, so, yeah. yeah and and there are people that. on LinkedIn that are that are totally supportive of, of independent music. In fact, uh, one lady I came across, she's a music supervisor. She she puts that in like her tagline. Um, mm-hmm. uh, super. I forgot what it said, but she's like a super fan of indie music. So even if you have just one album, uh, she'd right. be more than happy to, to check it out. You know, that's well, and that's it's the and it's definitely right now it's it's so popular. They're looking for they want independent work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, that's that's a it's a good spot right now to be in. Um, you just have to be ready with your work. You yep. know, you need to be able to have the like I think that uh, Brian mentioned this, you know, the different versions you need to have. a If it's a vocal kind of song, like where you're singing, you're a vocalist, you know, you need to still have that instrumental version, mm-hmm. you know, available. Um, so because a lot of times they're going to edit and <clears throat> need different parts of the song and need maybe more of an instrumental part of the song as opposed to the vocal part. Right, maybe right. they just need the hook or so it's yeah so you just have to be you know ready for that and just if you're if you're it. not yeah. quite yeah, yeah don't be start scared ready just right do don't be scared just do it <laughs> just do it and it just, just do and it. that's sort of what i what i put in my head is just um i methodically just go about it. i don't have any thought about it i don't have any emotion about it <laughs> i i said this is what i'm gonna do and i'm just right. gonna uh did, did i do two a day no so, okay so let me go do these two and and then next go move on to whatever else I was doing, you know, because mm-hmm. because your thought, your mind can be your, your best friend or your worst enemy. Oh, I know. It'll <laughs> send you all over the place. <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll start thinking all this other stuff and then not do something. And you right. just just miss the blessing. <laughs> you right. know? And, and so I would say even, you know, yeah, because in that same kind of frame of mind, maybe you're not sending a message, but even just send the invitation to, 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 to be Connect. LinkedIn, you know, yeah. to, just to have the connection. So yeah. maybe you didn't send a tagline quite yet, but, you know, they're going to at least see you and your profile if they're going to accept the invitation. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. So and the last one is pick two events to attend this year. One mm. local and one national to grow your business. Mm. Do, 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 do. Mm. Yep. That's a lot. Yeah. Pick two no, events. Just right. two. Just two. two. Yeah. I'm not saying mm. go every month to something. Just pick two events. One local, one national. One, your local could be your Grammy chapter event or, you know, or something that's uh, that's some networking event. Um, but if, if you don't live in the major cities, you know, you're not. There's not any big events really that happen in smaller towns, but if you live in a major city, you can do both. You can you, a national event and a local event in your one city. So, right, that's a, that's that's a good point. So it's not thinking that you necessarily have to go buy a plane ticket. Yeah, if you're in a city like here in Chicago where I am, 
um, a city like New York, city like even D.C., Maryland area, Atlanta, mm. Nashville, L.A., LA you know, yeah. they're, they're going to be having those things. Um, and since you're mentioning events, I actually have an upcoming event that See? if you're in Chicago. There you go. You can come to that is both going to be learning as well as you get to, you know, watch an independent artist do her thing. Um, I have an Art Voices Matter event coming up February 24th right here in Chicago um, at Columbia College. And we're um, featuring um, a Chicago based artist who has done national work. Her name is Megan McNeil and um, she is freaking amazing. And she was, she's open for Avery Sunshine, Dwelly, John B. She's done a lot. She's worked with Brandon Williams, who is a pretty hot um, soul, neo-soul producer, musician. Um, And most recently, her big claim of fame right now that's really probably giving her a lot of buzz, um, which is awesome, is she was recently... um, a contestant on The Voice. And so she okay. was on um, Jennifer Hudson's team. Jennifer Hudson picked her. Wow. And she didn't make it. She wasn't the winner of The Voice, but she she made it on a team. And she's phenomenal. And so she's going to share her journey and how she, you know, was able to land, you know, how she even got into The Voice and some strategies if you want to try to do something like do a kind of competition like that. But also the fact that she's open for a lot of these, you know, pretty big soul R&B artists and she's a soul and R&B artist herself. How, how did she get that? You know, how did that happen? And, um, you know, just to share her, her journey. And, you know, there's so much you can learn from hearing other people's process. Because, exactly. You know, yep. yeah, it, it gives you ideas on, on how you may be able to navigate things. Um, and, you know, and then she's going to perform um, an acoustic, a, a few selections. So, you know, it's, it'll be entertaining and, and something that you'll be able to, you know, learn from. Um, so yeah, that's, that's here. And if you want to, you know, register, yeah, you can, there's two ways you can go about, um, registering. It's only $10. So we're not, we're not breaking the bank. And that's another podcast about investing in all of these things mm-hmm. that we just said, but, um, it's just 10 bucks and you can go to art voice, art, a R T arts voices, matter dot eventbrite dot com or you can just go to creatingcrimson.com and if you click our events you'll see the link to be perfect, able to perfect to do it so yeah well yeah I'll, I'll get the link as well from from uh kenya and i'll put it on uh my site and even in yeah. uh, the um podcast so uh and i'm i also have a bunch of links i'm going to post uh with the podcast of places where you can find the schedule of events happening for the year um there's nice. other music industry ch- trade shows that are happening this year uh, besides NAM, which we talked about last time. And mm-hmm. there's also some sync licensing events that are going on uh, this year. I have a link for that. And Wonderful. your your PRO, if you're with ASCAP or BMI, they have events every month. And right. uh, BMI has a whole calendar of events. I'm going to post that. And then um, there's some other uh, music events that are that are going on throughout the year. So um, I just got an email, the National Association of Broadcasters, NAB, that their, their conference is coming up, um, I think April. So, I mean, that's, that's somewhere where you can yeah. meet people that are broadcasting and that's, mm-hmm. that's how to get on playlists. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, so there's, there's yeah. a myriad of opportunities and don't, like I said, all this information can be overwhelming if you try to do everything at once. <laughs> so just yes. pick a couple things 
to focus on. Hocus, pocus, focus. Right. Hocus, pocus, focus. And if, again, reflect on where you are and make a plan so and or make a goal and a vision and so that you can, that'll help you be, that'll help you sift and, and kind of navigate because certain things, if they don't fit the goal that you said, Mm-hmm. You know, they don't they shouldn't be on list A to do, right. you know, it's not to say that they you can't do these optional things, but they have to become more optional at that point if that's not where you're trying to go with your goal. And I'm just going to give a quick example before we kind of wrap up. I know, like for me this year um, and maybe, you know, you just mentioned how music licensing is something you have this goal where every day you're doing your two day, two people a day mm-hmm. kind of reaching out. I've decided to make this year more of a rest year for me in terms of performance because I've been doing a, I, every year has just felt crazy to me. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> I have felt like I needed this year, honestly, not to be about that um, and that I want to um, get back more into my creative, my little, you know, my creative lane. So I am doing that. You know, for me, it's kind of because I have so many other businesses, things I'm running, but um, right. just, you know, at least once a week sitting down and, you know, playing the piano, coming up with new, um, you know, just melodies, arrangements, and taking songs that I love and rearranging them. And for me, what's cool about rearranging songs, it, it, it forces me to learn the song. <laughs> it forces mm-hmm. me to kind of learn what the original is doing. Um, and it, it, But at the same time, my creative creative edge can come out um, to make it and to spin it. I like to spin music. I'm not saying that everybody should do that, but I enjoy doing that and flipping it. Um, and so it becomes an exercise almost to see mm-hmm. what can I do with a song. Um, so that's kind of where my, you know, I do, I, I, I will be announcing some special street, uh, um, uh, treat later this year, but I'm not announcing it yet. Not announcing it yet. But, um, <laughs> but I know that I've got to get into my creative brain um, to do that. And so when opportunities come across that are all about, booking or all about performing, you know, I'm really looking at those more on plan C or D. Like that's not my first objective right, right now, right. even yeah. though, you know, and we just said financially, but I've, I've got some other streams that are helping me so that I don't have to be in the lane of, of performing. Um, but I can't, I can't be distracted by that, you yep. know, because it, it, it becomes, because, you know, technically, yes, I could perform at A, B and C. Um, but I know what that means, you know, if I'm performing all over the place. Yeah, that's discipline. And I, and I totally, I'm on the same page. I actually, I've actually taken like a two year hiatus. Uh, not like I haven't performed, but not at, definitely not at the level that I used to and in my group and I I haven't headlined my group in about two years. So, um, and it is a specific reason for that. And it's, Mm -hmm. um, I've refocused, what I'm doing. And it's not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not, my group's not coming back to get together again. It's of course, I'm going to, I'm going right. to do it at some point down the road, but, uh, right. I've, I've done, I did a whole lot of many years of performing and, and building right. that type of income. This right. is this, I, I realize that this is my time to basically refocus on the licensing, um, aspects mm-hmm. and, and build mm-hmm. that business before I, I focus again on performing. So I'm totally on your same page. Yep. And, 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 and every, you know, that's, that's, 
that's that's it. That's the point. And so don't feel like you have to be doing everything at the same time. That's I just right. had a consultation with the artist and she was so relieved to hear. She's like, you mean I don't have to do all of this plus all of this? Because she's trying to finish up her project, but she's thinking that she should be performing at every single thing, nope. you know, on top of that. And I'm like, you can't. You, you I mean, you can, but you're going to be crazy. And, and, and the things that you're writing and trying to finish recording are going to be very disjointed yep. because you're not, you know, you're not being really and I'm I am definitely call it old school, call it whatever. But when you are trying to complete a project, you know, that the level of focus that that requires in terms of, you know, beyond just writing the song, but just getting it, getting it together and making it a full, complete project that right, requires right. a tremendous, a tremendous amount of focus. Um, and so if you're going to be performing on top of that, you know, frequently, you know, you really got to be a good planner for that and a good organizer for that so that you have the energy to be to be good at both, which is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that's it. Mm. Well, uh, we I think this was a uh, pretty jam packed. <laughs> it was jam packed, and we've overwhelmed our listener. But remember, <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying these are these are tips. You know, figure out which tips relate to where there you, you are. Yep. Yeah, figure out, you know, we are a society right now where we, reflection, I don't know what's going on. I, I Either people are really deep reflectors or deeply not. That's what I have decided. <laughs> uh, we're polarized. It's like, we are so polarized right now. My goodness. And so, yes, we hopefully will, we will have an upcoming podcast to talk more about what Quincy Jones was talking about because... There's so many yeah. good nuggets in there um, and not the drama, not the stuff when he was yeah, talking no, about. No. He, he's just such <laughs> a, uh, a a wealth of information. He's been in the industry yeah. on all different sides. Yeah. Um, knows so many of the movers and shakers basically catapulted them. One of the major mover and shakers of the industry. One of the, right. the, the, mo- the most uh, money making, one of the most money making individuals. <laughs> So, right. yeah, he, you know, it, you you have to listen to, to yeah. Quincy. Yeah, you, you know. know, he was, people have been kind of saying, so it's been kind of interesting to, but what for me was interesting is people are gravitating more towards when he was talking about, you know, maybe this artist did this or this person did that and people are getting into that. And I'm like, that's not even really the point. I yeah. mean, you know, the, I mean, that that's just people. People that do was, yeah. things, you yeah. know. He was just illustrating a point. <laughs> yeah exactly and and you know I, I so i just i think that's why i was i just am amazed how much people get more caught up in the superficial yeah. i'm trying not to curse but the the superficial crap yeah and and don't pay attention to the heart of the matter which is why you know we're in this situation with so many things go um, deep did people. You hear it? go deep yeah right yes go deep <laughs> go deep and if you don't know how to go deep you know honestly if you can just Get still and start, you know, thinking about your own space, your mm-hmm. own. Like instead of trying to grab a deep book, you know, first you need to kind of get a little deep with connected self with you. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you'll be able you'll be able to pick up on the 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 other things, the deeper things, the nuances. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's do that. All right. All right. Well, that is it. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for another great one. Yeah, thank you for always being a great um, initiator of great topics. Yes, I was racking my brain with it, and if I well, <laughs> see, that was the thing. I just I just stopped racking my brain, and I said, "Yes, what is it going to be?" And then it came through. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
Yep. Oh, perfect. So we'll see you all on the next one. Yep. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.